You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let's ride with Touchdown Denver. Touchdown Denver. Hosted by Nick Ferguson and George Stoya. All right, everybody, welcome back from that quick break. Uh, and Nick, we just talked about Jerry Judy, but I want to talk about the entire offense. Uh, obviously, I mean, we, we've, we've talked about it a million times, but the injuries have piled up with this group, but still four games left. Uh, and this is a group that's coming off their best offensive performance of the season, uh, 28 points. Uh, I, I don't know the, the yardage off the top of my head, but the fact that they were able to get in the end zone four times uh, and really execute down in the red zone a couple times as well uh, was super impressive. Uh, and I know that uh, a lot of that was a result of Russell Wilson playing some good football. Uh, but I thought Brett Rippon came in, especially down there in a, in a tough spot uh, at the end zone. Um, he, you know, he joked after the game, he wishes every drive would start, you know, at the five yard line or, or wherever it was. But uh, what, what do you want to see Nick from this group? And can they, can they carry, you know, some of that momentum of scoring uh, that many points into these final four games? Well, I don't know if they can carry that momentum forward, George. I I would like to believe that they can because they just proved to themselves that, you know, they have the capabilities of doing it, especially with a makeshift uh, offense. So the pressure is going to be on Brett Rippon to show exactly uh, what he can do uh, uh, moving forward. And if he does, then I would definitely solidify his position next year as the number two uh, quarterback. So we get a chance to see a lot. Uh, Brett Rippon, but for me, there's a couple of things I would love to see this offense uh, continue to do, what seemed to be uh, a catalyst to the 28 points they scored against Kansas City, and that was up-tempo. Well, when you go to that up-tempo, man, especially when you do it here at home, I mean, it makes that defense gas. They can't get after you. You have those big guys up front looking to the sideline, tapping the helmet, trying to get out. It's like, no, big boy, you won't be getting out today, and you can run the ball, you can pass the ball, and take advantage of it. So I would like to see them go more uh, up-tempo uh, this week and here, from here on out. Also, what I would love for them to kind of continue to work on is the screen game because uh, the Marlon Mack screen uh, touchdown, that, that was exceptional. I think that was more of Marlon Mack's ability uh, to catch and run more than so uh, the offensive line. But looking at how the Kansas City Chiefs executed their screen game and looking at how the Broncos executed theirs, you can see an obvious difference between the two teams and how the offensive line got out front and blocked for whether it was a wide receiver or a running back because what I saw was guys getting out there, but, hey, looking around, well, who do I block? Who do I block? And then now the runner is tackled. So I would like to see the Broncos work more on the screen game and teach those guys how to get out there, use speed, how to set up a, the, the defender where – well, he, he has a vantage point where he can see the runner, but you know where the runner's supposed to be. The football is about angles. Cut off that angles and drive that guy off the ball and finish. Those are the couple of things that I would like to see this offense do from here on out. Did you see the clip, Nick, of um, <clears throat> the Chiefs running their screen game? Yes. That, was, <clears throat> that clip, if anybody hasn't seen it, it's on Twitter. <clears throat> it's the one where I believe McKinnon scores a touchdown, but – uh, the guy throws Josie Jewell to the side. Then he comes over and he, he just plows Justin Simmons, who's there to make the tackle, uh, and McKinnon goes and scores. 
And that's, I mean, obviously the Chiefs are the best in the league at, at running those type of screen passes, but that's the kind of stuff that you want to see the Broncos work on. Now, the problem, Nick, is they've got an offensive line uh, that there's not a single guy that played on Sunday other than Quinn Miners that was expected to start on this offensive line this year. I mean, I, you look out there, Nick, that was a that was a preseason type roster that they had out there at the end of the game, other than Jerry Judy and maybe Greg Dulcich and, and Quinn Miners. Everyone else that was out there w- was not somebody that uh, you know typically starts or plays a ton of football for this team. So it, that's the hard part for me is like you've got a bunch of guys that you don't even know if they're going to be back next year. Now that's what if if you're these guys, that's what you're playing for these last four games, right? If you're like you mentioned, I think it's a great point. Brett Rippon is playing to be back here next year and be the backup again for Russell Wilson. Now, I think they'll opt to keep him no matter what. He might have some competition come in, kind of like they did last year with Josh Johnson, but he's a guy that, that's really well-respected. He's a smart football player, but he needs to go out and play well, right? Uh, you think of the the wide receivers I mentioned earlier, Brandon Johnson and Jalen Virgil. They're playing to, to, to be back here next year. Uh, you know, some of these offensive linemen, I know they haven't played great and and i think that they're going to kind of revamp that offensive line this offseason but you know cam fleming calvin anderson uh those type of guys you know natani mute who who came in and i actually thought played not too bad replacing luke wattenberg like all those guys are playing for their next contract whether it's here in denver or somewhere else so you know that's kind of what i want to see is is that effort to continue because i know again a lot of people think oh there's not a whole lot to play for these last four games for these guys individually there is, and I think that can also help the the offense find some momentum and, and, and continue kind of what they what they did this last week. Yeah, you're absolutely right, George. And, and the fact that, you know, a lot of these guys are getting playing time and none of us expected the offensive line to be beat up the way that it is, but this is how it works in the NFL. This, this is how uh, I got my opportunity. Someone got injured. I had uh, uh, an opportunity to go in and play a significant amount of plays to really show them that, hey, listen, I'm more than just a special team's ace. I can actually be relied upon to go out there and play great defense at, at the same time. So this is an excellent opportunity for so many guys on that offensive side of the ball where they can actually go out and really solidify themselves. Because if you come into the league, and this was just kind of my mentality, it's not the same of every guy, you are trying to fight to become a starter. And I'll tell you, I mean, I've had guys who would tell me, that, hey, look, I'm not trying to be a starter. I'm okay with being a special teams player. I'm okay with, with being a backup offensive lineman. I'm like, well, who the heck are you? I mean, are you just happy with being a second-class citizen? You don't want to fight for a starting role? So for me, that was always a mentality. So these guys have an opportunity to really go out and really show what they can do from a starting standpoint. And let's, let's be totally honest. We don't know what changes are going to be made from a coaching standpoint. Hey, we don't even know what changes are going to be made from an offensive line standpoint. But you want to make sure when they're having those discussions in that room as far as how do we build out this offensive line to protect Russell Wilson, you want to make sure that your name is in that mix. So a lot of these guys have an opportunity, and I don't want to have that excuse of, oh, man, you know what? I wasn't expected to play. I'm a backup. No you are a starter now, so you go out and you attack these last couple of games as you uh, like you are a starter. And, Nick, I want to ask you this, too, because I think there's this narrative out there that these last four games don't mean anything. Um, you know, what's the point in terms of, you know, trying to win some of these games? 
what what is the point, Nick? Why why do the Broncos? Because I I look at this and I I don't know if I'll pick the Broncos the rest of the year, uh, but the Cardinals game is very winnable. Uh, you know, you look Kyler Murray's not going to play. It sounds like he's out for the season, unfortunately, uh, for them. Uh, so you, you've you've got a situation where it sounds like the defense is going to get some stops. The Cardinals defense hasn't been great this year. They've given up some some big plays. Uh, then you turn around, you play the Rams on Christmas Day. Rams are obviously down. Shout out my guy Baker Mayfield. Um, you know he's he's amazing. But you just had to slide that one in there, didn't you? That's my guy. But uh, but you know that's another game that I think is very winnable for the Broncos. Then you go to the Chiefs. Tough matchup, right? But maybe you get them. Uh, maybe they've maybe they've they've secured the number one spot in the AFC uh, and they sit some of their starters. I don't know, but that's a tough game. Then you get home against the Chargers, who honestly they should have beat the Chargers earlier this year. Uh, and the Chargers like to screw around in games. I think that's a winnable game. So, Nick, tell me, what's the point of, of trying to win some of these games? I mean, I understand it, but I feel like there's a lot of people out there that are like, oh, what's the point? I, I mean, I, I think the point is you want to win football games because, one, you're, you're a competitor. And, two, yes, this season's lost. But if you can win the season or you can end the season on, you know, not, you know winning three of your last four, uh, which obviously would be great, I think that that helps, you know, momentum going into the next year, even if they do have – you know, some changes in coaching staff and all that stuff. But I think winning some of these games uh, would be a good feeling to end the year. Yeah, it definitely would would be. Uh, I mean, you only get that from negative Nancy's who's, who are saying, well, I mean, the season is a wash. They're, they're eliminated from the playoffs numerically. So what is there to play for? No, you want to play because you are still part of the team. You're getting paid to do a job. Those fans are coming, spending hard-earned money to watch you play. So put even if you lose the game, at least entertain them and give them a great show like we saw on Sunday against the Kansas City Chiefs. And, oh, by the way, you know, there's been a lot of talk all season long about what's happening with your coach. And Coach Hackett said he said to himself, hey, listen, he, he just living day-to-day, right? He's just living day-to-day. So when you take all that into account, yeah, you want to go out there and you, you want to compete. You don't want to just go out there and just kind of lie down. And that was the narrative that was floated out there too, as well uh, at uh, some point in the season, where it's like, well, you know, coach Hackett has lost the locker room. There's no leadership from Russell Wilson and the guys are not really playing hard. They're giving up. I mean, for me, I don't know about you, but I haven't seen a game so far this season where I really seen these guys on uh, either side of the ball, just kind of uh, throw their hair to the wind and say, Hey, you know what? The season is over, so why continue to fight? So for me, just continue to go out there, chop wood, stack stack bricks, and try to go out there and put your best foot forward because someone is always watching, George. They're watching how you practice, how you prepare uh, inside the classroom, but also on game day, how do you approach the game knowing as though you have nothing to play for from you know a playoff standpoint, but you have everything to play for as far as your job is concerned? Yeah, it kind of reminds me, Nick. I remember a couple of years ago, uh, they lost, I, I think, against the Chargers at home. Um, and Or maybe it wasn't the Chargers. I can't remember who it was. But they, they lost at home, and it eliminated, eliminated them from playoff contention. And I remember I asked Shelby Harris, uh, who is obviously now with the Seahawks, and I just said, um, you know, you guys are eliminated from the playoffs. Like, what's the outlook for the rest of the season for you guys? Or something along those lines. And and he just looked at me like I was stupid. And he goes, uh, he goes, he goes, what do you mean, man? He goes, I got a family to feed. 
I want to get my next contract. I've got a lot to play for uh, in these last few games, even if we're not playing uh, in the playoffs. And that to me, that stuck with me, right? Is because these guys do have a lot to play for, uh, right? Individually, I mentioned it earlier for some of those offensive guys. It's everybody on this team. Uh, you you've got to 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 be to play well because, like you said, everybody's watching. George Payton's watching, right? Um, and he's going he's he's going to want to keep guys that are playing hard to the end. And and Nick, you mentioned, you know, these guys haven't quit all year, at least that we've seen, right? And and this last game was a perfect example. And I think everybody was ready. They're down 27 to zero. They're like, well, this team's given up. This is it. That's it. They're going to get blown out by the Chiefs. What do they do? They come back, they score 21 unanswered, uh, and they hang around in that game till the very end. So I think that speaks to a lot of these guys' mentality. Now, they got to finish, you know, finish games and, and learn how to win some of those, those close games and, and maybe pull off some of those big comebacks. But uh, I, I don't think you're going to see a quit in this team. And, I, I, you know, I, I, I've said previously I don't know if they're going to win another game. I do think they're going to win another game. I think uh, they'll win maybe two of these last four games, which I think would be a step in the right direction. Again, not the season anybody wanted, especially if they end up finishing 5-12. and That would be a huge disappointment. But if you can look back on these last few games and say, man, we actually played some of our best football at the end of the season uh, against some, you know, some quality teams. I think that's a that's a good thing to look back on. Well, George, even if they don't win any games uh, from here on out, uh, the, the one thing you want to see is is uh, uh, improvement. I mean, even though there are no more victories in sports, I mean, what we saw on Sunday, that's a I mean, vast improvement from what we saw early on in the season because the idea was that this this team didn't know how to finish they didn't really know how to to fight and to me that's that's the best fight that i've seen all year long especially from the offensive side of the ball considering the fact that you are you're fighting with both hands tied behind your back this this is the way that i'm going to look at it because i mean kendall hinton went out of the game so you only had greg dosage and jerry judy right and you still was able to put up 28 points and do it in in a fantastic fashion, Mike Boone went out. Marlon Mack had to come in. So for me, that's what I want to see. I want to see a little more fight in this team. And once again, hey, I would like to say that the Broncos are going to win these games, you know, uh, these last four games. I don't know if that's going to happen based on all the injuries, but you keep fighting, man. Keep keep going out there and making sure that you are improving in your skill set. And at the end of the day, I, I think as disappointed as we all are in the season, I think uh, Broncos country would just uh, stand behind that. The fact that the team continued to fight, knowing as though Russ is in protocol and Brett Ripon may be the quarterback for these last four games. Yeah. And let's also not forget Nick uh, that this team, they don't have a first round draft pick next year, uh, at least their own first round draft pick. So losing doesn't help them. Right. Like, like the thought of like, Oh, well they should just tank like the Texans, like the Texans should not win the rest of the year. They, they should, Honestly, not try to lose, but lose. They need to lose uh, to get that number one pick. So you, you, I mean, there's no, there's no like point in being like, oh well, they need to, they need to lose these games. Like you should try to win because it doesn't help you any in the draft. So, anyways, Nick, uh, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Yeah, man. Listen, man, I, I've been uh, impressed with what I have seen from this team. Like I said, you and I are at practice. We get a chance to go in that locker room. And it's crazy to know that this team is playing the way that they are playing or the record is the way that it is. When you go out to practice, 
It doesn't seem that way. And that doesn't necessarily mean that the players don't care. Uh, it just means as though, hey, they're still uh, razor sharp focus and they want to go out there and they definitely uh, want to compete. And if uh, the game on Sundays, any indicators of what this team can do come 2023, I am uh, really excited about uh, what those expectations are and knowing as though they definitely need to fix this freaking offensive line. That's the one thing that we definitely learned from this season. Yeah, the offensive line definitely needs to be revamped, but uh, it's going to be interesting to see what this group puts out there in the last few games. I did want to offer a quick, Nick, uh, my condolences to Mike Leach and his family. Uh, He passed away, I believe, late last night. Obviously, a legend in the the game of football, uh, coach college football for a long time. I got to know him personally. Uh, Sad to see him go. He was definitely a a unique guy uh, personality-wise, but also just had a profound impact on – the game of football and, and, you know, created the air raid offense that we still see a lot of today. So my condolences and, and thoughts and prayers are, are with him and his family, but uh, thanks everyone for, for listening and, and, and liking the podcast. Make sure you guys subscribe and, sh- and share it. Uh, and we will see you guys later this week uh, to talk about the Broncos and the Cardinals. 